have to try to not react to the. I, the, I the saw new, just how the new <laughs> Zoom announcement that everything is is recorded now. You um, had the the same face as my my baby nephew when he tried his first lemon. It was the exact same face that you made. <laughs> just I just like it so. <laughs> But the Zoom gods say that we're recording now. So welcome, everyone. <laughs> welcome to Tea and Contemplation, human and animal and computer beings alike. <laughs> so let's go ahead and find ourselves a nice comfy space, nice comfy seats wherever we are, whatever room we're in, uh, whatever position we're facing in our room. You know, maybe just taking a moment to note uh, where you've decided to set yourself up this morning, what feels good for you, if it's a place that this is the exact spot that you like to arrive in every single time. Or maybe you're trying something a little new, even just something slightly different, different side of the table or different chair, different position. But just take a moment to observe where you're sitting, observe why you're sitting that way, and Making ourselves as comfortable as we need and taking a moment to take a nice comfortable upright position once we have arrived at this spot where we want to sit for a little bit with our tea. If we're sitting in a chair or on a sofa, just bringing our awareness to our feet, making contact with the floor, wiggling around the toes so we can really observe the steadiness of our feet. and allowing our seat to comfortably settle into our cushion or our chair that we're on in a way that feels very sturdy and supportive, not slouching into it, but just comfortably poised, and just resting. We're biting our hands to also rest in the lap and just do nothing for a little moment. We just check in with ourselves and inviting this gradual stillness, this gradual lovely nothingness to travel up, up through the feet and the legs, the hips, the back, the arms, upper body, all the way to the head. as much feels comfortable. So we can either soften the eyes and look at something soothing, or we can allow the eyes to rest for a moment closed if that feels comfortable today. And just notice the space of the time that you're taking up, the space of being able to be still, being able to just take up a moment of doing nothing what that feels like for you. And acknowledging how you feel on this particular day with the idea of doing nothing for a little bit, sitting and taking up time. And just notice, does it feel different for you today? In what way? Be positive, negative, or neutral? Sometimes we have positive associations with allowing ourselves to 
enjoy time, enjoy the slowness of time. And sometimes we might feel something uncomfortable about that. We might feel rushed. We might feel we're being rude. We might feel that we're, we should be doing something else. So just allow yourself to observe, become curious. What does it feel like for you today? And when you feel ready to move on in a moment or so, we can shift our awareness to our tea, to invite a little tea play into the, the uh, space of our time that we're going to spend together, our exploration of, of time. So first, just picking up your tea that you've chosen for yourself today. starting this moment fresh, starting this moment from the very beginning. So noticing the leaves, noticing the color and texture of them, the particular tea that called you today, that you felt like working with. And just notice also how perhaps throughout the month and the season, this will start to change as we get deeper into summer. We might start Noticing we need different things from our experience. Bringing leaves to the nose. And enjoying some slow in and out breaths over the leaves. Noticing the whole of that breath experience, the beginning, the middle, the end. Notice if you are seamlessly just breathing one to the next, staying with it, or if there is like a moment of an active decision or choice to stay with it a little bit longer. See what is coming up with you today. Notice how sometimes when we're breathing with our tea this way, depending on how we are, depending how the tea is, we might feel really want, like we want to be in this moment for quite a while longer. Just really linger, just keep breathing slowly, no particular rush. And other times it might feel like it takes a little bit more to focus. We have to intentionally keep bringing ourselves back to that breath. We wanna move on to the next thing. Just notice where you are today with it. It doesn't have to be anything. Just notice what it is.
And then when you do feel ready, just serving yourself a little pinch of leaves, whatever you feel that you need today. Slowly dropping them into the bowl. Before we add our hot water, sometimes we do this little pause at this moment where we consider just the leaves in the bowl, how they are resting at the bottom of the bowl, noticing the space around them, and consider what that space represents. What does that space look like to you today? Sometimes it's just room, it's physical room. Sometimes it's a protective boundary. Sometimes it's air. Sometimes it's time. What is the space around your tea inside the bowl? represent for you today. when you're ready, just getting your hot water, making any movements you need to make in your space to get your hot water and having this be part of your practice. And once you do have your hot water, holding the kettle with two hands, whichever way that's comfortable for you, likely one on the handle and one from underneath or supporting from on the top. And then slowly adding the water over the leaves. And see if with a little bit of tension in the hand and the wrist, if you can have the end part of the stream just be almost like little drops making contact with the leaves. So small, so subtle, really taking as much time as we can. Slowly fill up our cup to listen to the sound. to appreciate the kind of dreamy, slow movement that the leaves make in the water. And once you've added your water, we can either have our hands resting in our lap, or if your tea bowl is on a surface that's in front of you, perhaps a table that's within reach, we can have our hands on along either side of the bowl. Feel like a nice little way of focusing the attention on what's between the hands, while also ensuring that the hands are softened, not clenching or 
fidgeting or holding on to something. And just allow yourself to fully watch the slowness that's happening in the bowl. The kind of drifting, the slow unfolding, rising and falling. We're gonna sit here quietly to ourselves for about one minute, only observing the slowness of the leaves. And then now let's expand our awareness just a little bit outside of the immediate space of just the bowl between our two hands. And let's spend a minute together watching ourselves, watching the slowness. Just watching yourself sitting silently with your tea taking up the time and the slowness of this space. And now consider how those two experiences felt to you. If they felt different, in what way was it like to witness the slowness of something else, of another being, of our tea, versus to witness our own slowness? Did that bring up anything different for you? 
Whenever you're ready, just coming back to our tea, bring your hands alongside the bowl, just warming the palms and the fingertips for a moment here. Back to the present moment of this slowness. And bringing the bowl toward nose to appreciate the aroma, to appreciate our breath. You feel ready to taking a first sip of the tea. And noticing what unfolds. Is the texture and the flavor slow today? Is it gradual? Does it come in really suddenly? Is it airy or soft? Is it more like a liquid sensation? Just notice what it's like. And again, here too. Observe what it's like to notice the slowness of something you're interacting with and expand your awareness a little bit to have the attention also on yourself witnessing that. To be aware of your own slowness of just sitting here and taking the time to appreciate that first sip. Whenever you feel called to have a little more tea, taking another sip. Appreciating the texture, the thirst quenching, the liveliness that happens in the nose and in the mouth. All the way into the throat. to the heart center. And again, just stepping back a little bit, being aware of yourself, sitting in your chair, sitting on your cushion, aware of your posture, the relaxed nature of your face, your limbs, the movement in your being, that you've got nothing else to do, nowhere to go for the moment. Just sit and drink your tea. And consider again, what is it like 
to compare the awareness of slowness of those two experiences. To consider the slowness of the T and then yourself appreciating that slowness. Does that bring up anything for you when you consider the awareness of yourself appreciating a moment, appreciating the slowness? What do you notice? And as you feel called to, just keep sipping, just taking a slow little bit of tea and almost just like adjusting the focus on a camera. So you first start a little bit zoomed in with the tea and really clear, crisp focus. That's where our attention is and noticing the smallness of these little slow details, the wonder of things that are so small and so quiet. And then we just turn the ring a little bit. And now we bring the whole scene into focus. And now it's also you. Being able to appreciate your own sense of being, of taking up room and space and time. Does the picture change at all when you include yourself in it? If T is that great teacher of time that helps us to appreciate things that just are comfortable with taking their own sense of time, that are not rushed, that just are, that are just being, what is it that you think that it's trying to teach you? What is it like to acknowledge your own learning? your own growth. Your own worthiness to take up all the time and space that you need. And if you feel that sense of worthiness shifting, I invite you to take another sip of tea. Let the tea remind you. Let it bring you back to your sense of connection.
In considering today's theme, the insight of slow, the very first thing that came to mind for me was the way that my body slows down when I'm practicing the particular form of yoga known as vinyasa. You may be familiar with it. Uh, paradoxically, in a lot of our um, Western yoga cultural contexts, if you look at the class schedule and you choose the vinyasa, the vinyasa class from the list of options, that can, can often be the class that moves very fast. <laughs> um, and that's a particularly bizarre, maybe recent phenomenon. Um, <clears throat> and perhaps that has something to do with the way that our fitness culture has kind of merged with our yoga culture. The way that vinyasa is traditionally taught is first, the first thing that we do is we slow down and expand the breath. And once we have a length in the breath, then we ask the body to um, follow the cue of the breath in and out of different movements. So, you know, if I try to do, let's say, triangle pose, which is a posture where one leg is turned out to the side and then I'm bending at my hip to come down and create this side stretch along the other side of my body. I can move quickly into that thing and have one experience. But then when I slow down and move really as slowly as I can into the form, there's an entire other dimension of experience that opens up. I start to notice the, um, the articulation of my spine and the way that muscles that are being asked to lengthen, the way they start to respond to that request. Sometimes there are these interesting sort of st staggered ripple sensations in muscles that are almost um, kind of surprised to be asked of that. Um, yeah, there's just this whole dimension of experience that slowness offers me within the context of that physical practice. But, you know, if, if I'm taught that the purpose of the practice is to get into triangle pose, well then, you know, I might be trying to arrive there as efficiently as I can and kind of miss the boat, as it were. So perhaps you've had this experience. Maybe you just had it with Sousa's lovely guidance uh, where the slowing down of the speed of an activity uh, creates this expansion. For me, meaning, meaning is somehow always there. Meaning is there when I slow down. And isn't that fascinating? You know, we, we spend so much 
or at least I do, <laughs> I spend so much of my, my life in search of meaning. And that sometimes um, causes me to get almost frenetic in a sort of longing plus caffeine sort of state, you know, this kind of like inner yearning developing into frustration, developing into seeking in this very um, kind of a craving state. When in fact, if I just figured out how to really settle into my experience, then this, whatever this substantive inner nourishment that we call meaning is, is usually right there. This makes me think about great writers. When I, when I read James Baldwin or Ocean Vuong, there's this sense that in looking at themselves and the particular container of life that is them and their experience, they've slowed down so much that they're able to see um, dimensions of their bodies and their being that I think most of us don't take the time to look at. And there's something so, for me, that's one of the things that's most profound when reading uh, really articulate, sensitive thought is it's a recognition like, oh, I also feel something like this, but I have not slowed down to touch that feeling. And, you know, why? Why is that? Why is the slowing down? Um, why is it so hard to do? And why does it happen more infrequently than, than I'd like or perhaps than you'd like? Certainly, some of this has to do with the way that we have constructed this thing that we call our culture. Um, there is some really fascinating history within like early capitalist production where the science of, of time efficiency becomes very prominent and you have, um, you have people doing research that involves uh, using film to document or taking photographs to document workers on assembly lines, picking up, um, picking up boxes, moving boxes, this kind of thing, and analyzing their movements in order to develop more efficient routes, right? To shave half a second off of a process. So there's something that happens in capitalism that has to do with speed, something about speed and profit. In order for us to sort of produce profit that in theory allows us to rest, right? That's always, that's always what, <laughs> what we're sold is like you do well enough 
in this economy and then you get to chill. Um, that's always, it's also always been the promise of technology, right? If you look at early ads from the 50s and 60s selling washing machines, it's like, hey, all of this labor has just become more streamlined. You're going to have all this time. You're going to have all this leisure time. And somehow it never comes. It's like we have more time so we can fill it with more productivity. To really slow down for the sake of slowing down, I feel is a radical act within capitalism. There's not going to be any um, immediate benefit within the system. And even the way that we sell mindfulness and meditation and contemplation to each other within this environment is often with the idea that it will allow us to become more efficient workers. What if that's not the goal? What if that's not what the earth is asking for of humans in this moment? There was a lot more, there is a lot more going on with the pandemic than slowness. And I don't want to minimize the dimensions of grief and despair and loss. But the slowness was also profound. You know, there were early signs, I remember, things people were observing once lockdown happened about the way the natural world sort of had space to breathe in a different way. And, you know, we had, some of us had space to move um, a little slower in a different way. And of course, wasn't always welcome. You know, didn't always feel refreshing, nourishing. But as we kind of move into this time of transition where uh, at least here in the States, lockdown is releasing. Um, people are moving more into just movement and perhaps speeds are changing again in relationship to schedules and, and space. Uh, I really appreciate Suze's encouragement to consider not only witnessing our own slowness, but also witnessing another's slowness. Perhaps the tea, but perhaps a, a loved one, a friend. That we perhaps don't need to pop back into some state that um, we were in. In fact, in my personal sphere, I know a lot of people that are really struggling with the anxiety of that, um, that pressure, that particular kind of invisible obligation to sort of show up as though it's, this didn't happen. So I think that we might really want to consider the slowness of transformation that we're all going through in different ways, that it might be slower than we're expecting because we might be 
evolving or growing into something that we don't yet recognize. Thank you for joining us today, uh, whatever day it is. Um, Friday, I think. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, that's for somebody else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for those who are just, you know, somewhere in the flow of time. Could be, mm -hmm. they could be listening to this in 2040. You know? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you are listening in 2040, it probably isn't very resonant or relevant. You probably have such a different world than we have right now. But I guess we'll find out. You probably still need some slowness. You might even need it more than we do. <laughs> if you um, were curious about vinyasa yoga, which I um, explored a little bit, uh, there's a lovely book, I believe it's called The Art of Vinyasa by Richard Freeman and Mary Taylor that really dives into that concept um, quite a bit. And uh, the work and the idea of capitalist time, um, I, my learning from that is coming from a really um, beautiful book called uh, Work Dover. Um, mm. Work Dover, How Round the Clock Work is Killing the American Dream by Jamie McCallum, M-C-C-A-L-L-U-M. So feel free to check that out. And if you have any questions for me, you can find me at info at adamgrassi.com. My last name is spelled G-R-O-S-S-I. How about you, Suze? You all can find me at Suze, S-O-O-Z, at beingt.com. And you are welcome to join Adam and I live at any Friday morning, U.S. Central Time at the moment in this particular year, 2021 where we do tea and contemplation every Friday with a lovely little group share time and community support after the practice. We hope to see you soon. And we're in need of a jingle. So I'm mm, uh, here, mm -hmm. hereby announcing the tea and mm. contemplation <laughs> jingle competition. So uh, feel free to email us with any ideas for lyrics. And if we use your lyrics, we'll feature you on our website. Hi. <laughs> <laughs>